and welcome back to Franchising with Purpose. I'm your host, Amanda Laporte. Leaving the corporate world to start your own business can be scary. Today's guests, Brandon Harrison and Viking Dietrich, know all about that, having left the world of energy to join Griswold Home Care. Today, Brandon and Viking operate one of Griswold Home Care's newest offices in West Houston, Texas. I'm also joined by Steve Turner to talk about how the franchisor helps prepare you and train you to run a home care business. Brandon and Viking are two gregarious guys, and we had a total blast doing this interview. All right, welcome back to Franchising with Purpose. I am joined today again by our Chief Operating Officer, Steve Turner. Hey, Steve, how are you? Hi, Amanda. How are you today? I'm good. Uh, we've also got some new voices on the line. Um, I can't say our newest franchise anymore. You guys are officially not the newbies, but we've got Brandon Harrison and Viking Dietrich, co-owner directors of our West Houston, Texas location. How are you? Doing doing well, Amanda. Good, good. Thank, Thank you, you for having Thanks. us. Thanks for having us. Thanks for taking the time to be here. How does it feel to not be the, the newest uh, office anymore? You guys are old pros a little, now. A little less special. <laughs> uh, we, we enjoyed being the new kids on the block, but, you know, we we're going to have to pass the torch at some point, uh, especially with how quickly Griswold is growing. So we saw this day coming. We're OK with it. Well, you're still special to us, just a different special now. Thanks. thanks. <laughs> so thanks for being here and, and chatting with us. Um, you guys looked at quite a few different franchise opportunities what were some of the factors as you were looking through those different opportunities and different options and different industries? What were some, first of all, let's start with what were some of the industries that you looked at when you were choosing a franchise? I, I, Amanda, I think the first thing really what, what kind of spurred the whole idea of, of running down this franchise path was uh, when I was sitting at a, a take five oil change with about 20 other cars in line and I'm thinking, why why can't I work at one of these and own it and and put one right by my house? And uh, I think that was that. So oil change was what kind of started everything off. And then we we kind of we started branching out pretty quickly from there. Though. Yeah, we it kind of spurred the idea that we wanted to be a small business owner just in general. Uh, it did start with with oil change facilities, but. We started looking at many different things. We looked at tree trimming services. We looked at uh, home, 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 home restoration, you know, after fires and floods. What we were looking for specifically was a growing industry in our area uh, that would, we wanted to own a business that would provide a service that had a growing need in the future. So we wanted something that the market was currently expanding and going to continue to expand uh for the rest of our careers. And, uh, you know, a couple of other aspects that we looked for in these opportunities is we wanted the chance to be a good employer. And we wanted to know that uh, the service that we were providing to the community was was beneficial, beneficial to the clients and helped make their lives better. So that, you know, it, it was pretty generic when we were looking at oil changes and uh, tree trimming businesses. You know, we, everybody needs those things, but at the end of the day, you know, they weren't really feeling that desire to help make people's lives better. Yeah, absolutely. That's quite the jump from an oil change, uh, oil change <laughs> location to home care. 
Um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. I mean, tree trimming services, while they're absolutely necessary, it doesn't, you don't go home at the end of the day with that sense of gratification and purpose for giving back to your community like you do in home care. That's right. Absolutely. That's right. So when, when Viking uh, brought the idea of owning a home care business uh, to the table, you know, I, I was I was caught off guard. I, I wasn't familiar. Uh, it was it was definitely a new concept for me. But the more we explored it, the more we realized that this was an opportunity that fit what we were looking for. And yeah, you know, when we started, when we created a list of of items that we needed to tick off in this opportunity, the home care. We just kept coming back to home care because that that seemed to fill all the boxes. And Brandon, I'm glad you brought it up when, you know, Viking brought the idea of home care to you. You're kind of like, well, that's a, a little bit out of left field. Because uh, I remember those conversations saying, well, you know, Viking's really on board with this, but his partner, his business partner is, you know, maybe not so uh, so gung-ho on the idea of home care. So how did you, because now you're like right there with him. So how did you get from like, I don't know about this to this is the right call? It, 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 it was just being unfamiliar. It was being unfamiliar with uh, what the industry offered, uh, how it impacted people's lives. And uh, honestly, uh, I, I did not know of the growing need uh, in the community for these services. So to me, it was completely new. So it went from a foreign concept to becoming very intimate with it. And once I was able to get familiar with home care, I, I quickly realized uh, how good of an opportunity it really was. Awesome. Well, we're glad that you did. Um, it's been awesome working with you. What ultimately, you know, in the, the sea of home care options and in, in a lot of markets, what ultimately made you choose Griswold? Well, that came from the employer side, the opportunity to be a good employer, which was good, which was important to, to Viking and I. We did shop other home care franchises but what we found with Griswold is they put a specific interest in promoting the caregiver, celebrating the caregiver. And that really fit, fit into what we were desiring as far as being a good employer was concerned. We, we want to promote our employees. We want to celebrate them. They're the backbone of our, of our company. Uh, they, they are the reason why we are welcomed back into home. So, you know, that, that was really important to us. And, I, and I'd, I'd reiterate that, you know, one of the one of the things that I, I've enjoyed most in my career when I've truly enjoyed is working with others that are learning and and mentoring. And this really gives us a great opportunity to do that to, to for a lot of people. Absolutely. I couldn't if I could underline, highlight that whole concept and thought I, I would because um, it really is so important. And I, I love that that's really been your focus from day one. Um, so I'm going to shift things a little bit to the the other um, audience here, our listeners. I've got a question for for all of you out there listening to our podcast. Um, I, I my question for you is, what's your situation? What would you be looking for in a franchise? And some things that you want to consider in doing that. You know, how involved would you want to be in that that business? What do you What does your future look like? Um, Biking and Brain, you both shared kind of your why or your purpose for for making this choice. And Steve, I'm going to flip it back to you now. What, uh, as you're, you know, talk to somebody who's looking at potentially a, a Griswold Home Care franchise in this opportunity, what would you say? How involved 
do they want to be and how does that line up with how involved somebody thinks that they want to be? So for a lot of our owners, when they first start, they're, they're really owner operators. So they're, they're actually working in their business every day. And we find that's the best way to kind of get the business up and off the ground. It's a full-time job. It's a full-time business. So we're looking for people who, who can be owner operators. Sometimes we find people who are owner managers. So they're maybe hiring other people, but they're actually in their business every day working it. They understand what's going on from the networking and being in the community side to hiring to all the back end. So it's really an owner operator, owner manager situation that really works best. And it's because it's a full-time business and it requires, you know, people to pay attention to it. And the people who are doing it, like Viking and Brandon are doing a really good job. They're the ones who are growing their businesses and and are going to end up being successful in the end. And that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to make, to have successful owners here. We want people to be able to replace income, grow businesses. You know, when they look to exit one day, there's actually a great business to sell. So it all starts though, by being an owner operator, owner manager, and, and being involved from day one. Yeah. Um, somebody once told me, because we were obviously started by Gene Griswold, Dr. Gene Griswold, and in uh, the eighties, and somebody once told me, you are, as the owner operator of your business, you are the Gene Griswold of your local market. You are the face of your business. And that requires the, the time and the effort to be in the community and being involved. So I'm glad that you touched on that. And you also have to sort of know all the aspects of your, of your business. You're going to be, the person who's the owner is the one who's going to care the most, put the most time, the most energy in, and you sort of have to know how to do everything. That doesn't mean you do everything, but you should know how to do everything just in case. So how do you do that? It's by being involved, by starting and knowing how to make sure billing happens, make sure caregivers are paid properly, make sure the clients are happy. You, you want to make sure you know how every aspect of the business works and operates. And then you're successful. That's how success comes. Then you can train other people how to do it. Absolutely. So when we're talking to someone who's looking at this opportunity, if you could say your ideal why or that that purpose, that you know fire in your belly that ultimately drives you to be successful, and obviously what Brandon and Viking both kind of talked about that they were looking for, what would you say to a potential new owner or somebody looking at this opportunity about their why and how important does that how important a role is that in this decision? I think in what we do in home care, it's it's sort of everything. If you don't want to help people, if you're not looking to be a great employer like Brandon and Viking are, if those aren't important things to you, then we're probably not a good field for you. Then being in home care, there's so many other things you can do. But we're in the business of helping people. We help people and we hire people. And if you're not passionate about those two things, you're, you're just not going to be happy doing this. You're going to be miserable and you're not going to do it well. But if you are passionate about helping people and you want to be a, a leader in your community and you want to give back and you want to be a great employer, then this is the place to, this is the business to be in because it's great. You get to run a successful business and help people. So you get to like, you get to work both sides of your brain. You get to have a great business and make money, which is what we're trying to do. And then we get to help people as part of that business. So if you're passionate, if you want to help your community, then, then this is the place to be. If you don't, then I get it. You know, we're not for everybody. 
Um, Brandon and Viking kind of on those along those same lines, there is a lot of introspection that goes on in making that jump from working and, you know, in a corporate structure or doing something else to being your own boss and, you know, owning your own business. Talk us through or that little bit of kind of that self-reflective journey or how you guys sat down and figured out, like, I know we, we kind of skipped a, a big part there. So we just decided we wanted to, you know, make a difference and give back and be our own bosses and all those things. But what was that thought process like for you guys and how did you get there? Well, you know, uh, we, we've always wanted to be a small business owner. Uh, that that was really the initial idea. Uh, we wanted to escape the corporate world. We wanted to run our own business, and we wanted to gain the experience and different aspects of running a business that we had not been previously exposed to. You know what Steve uh, alluded to is is if you want to be a good owner, if if you want to be successful at this, you really need to learn every aspect of what makes this business run. And Viking and I have had the opportunity to do that because for the last several months, we have been the two people running this business. So we've been doing the invoicing, we've been doing the payroll, and that's that's things that are important to learn so you can design your processes and teach other people. But having that exposure was something that we always wanted to, to obtain or, or to, to have the opportunity uh, to be involved in. And so uh, that's really where the conversation started. And uh, we, we've been able to realize uh, all of those things in the last several months that we've been operating. Uh, we've, we've been exposed to those unfamiliar areas and we've been able to learn and grow from them. Awesome. So let's talk a little bit about the investment. So any, you know, starting a new business, being your own boss, all those things come with a, at least an initial investment. Um, so Steve, talk to us a little bit about the startup investment of a home care business. So the startup, it's, it's really rather straightforward. Um, there's a franchise fee and our franchise fee is $49,500. And then there's the rest, which is to set up the business. The, the, it's just the working capital set up the business. So it's finding an office space. It's getting computers. It's getting some office furniture. It's getting some uh, filing cabinets. We're in the home care business, so we still have filing cabinets because uh, we have to lock them up. We have to lock uh, client and caregiver information up. You set up your phone system. You're just setting up a regular office here. We're, we're not, we don't have anything special. There's no medical needs for our, for our setup. So we set up that up. You may have to get a state license. Uh, Viking and Brandon operate in the state of Texas, which requires a state license. About three quarters of the states require that. So that, that's, there's a fee involved in that. And you get up and going. And the rest of the money is actually working capital to get you set up until you can get to break even. So it's really rather straightforward and it's not complicated at all. There's no inventory to buy. There's nothing you have to think about for down the road. Um, our biggest expense is our caregivers, and we pay them when we have clients. So that's nice. All right. It's pretty pretty easy. I was say nothing really hidden there. It sounds no. pretty straightforward. Yeah, look, it's straightforward. That's what I like about it. I like straightforward and simple. You know, it's yeah. easy to explain. It's easy to do. It's easy to manage. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I did. I mean, you, you mentioned the franchise fee. Um, you talked a little bit about sure. licensing. It sounds like three quarters, uh, give or take, about three quarters of the country's um, states are you know, right. There's licenses licensing involved. 
Um, what questions, and I'll flip it back to Brandon and Viking, we're talking about fees and licensing, or not fees so much, but the licensing process. As Steve mentioned, Texas is a state that requires a license to operate a home care agency. Um, talk us through kind of your launch process, your setup process. How did you get your questions answered about the licensing? You know, coming into this from the, a completely different industry, I'm sure you, you all did not know the first thing about obtaining a home care license. So how did you get to where you are now from to get, actually get that license? Well, uh, we realized one of the strong selling points that Griswold uh, offered to us when we were shopping uh, different opportunities is the support from the home office. Uh, you know, with with us obtaining our license, we were warned that it that it takes a while. You know, it's pretty involved, but with the guidance that we received from the home office, and in, in, in our perspective, it was actually a pretty easy deal. In fact. Uh, we received our license back from the state of Texas earlier than we had anticipated. So, so for us, you know, with the support that we received from the home office, it, it, it really was not as, uh, as, as, a, as a task as we, you know, thought it was going to be initially. Viking, anything you want to add? No, I, I mean, I, I would agree hundred percent with that. Uh, you guys were fantastic about, uh, uh, helping out, we really, really felt confident and comfortable leaning on you guys for that help. Um, you know, we're we're not the first franchise in Texas. There's, I think, maybe eight or nine others here in Texas. So, so you guys are are very involved and are very familiar with with our uh, regulatory landscape. So very, very helpful. So in addition to the support that we received from the home office, another selling point uh, for us. Uh, you know, uh, when it pertained to Griswold, was the collaboration that you get uh, from the other owners in your area. And so we were able to join a network of very, very successful uh, other business owners that were very supportive and helped us. So it was support from home office and it was support from our fellow owners that really got us through the process. All right. Steve, you want to add to that? So... I think one of the great things we have here at Griswold is we have a phenomenal compliance department and their job is to go through every state and check the rules and regulations before we submit any license. They put together a policy and procedure manual. They put together all the forms so that when we go to submit a license like Brandon and Vikings, we know what we're doing. They know what they're doing. Um, we really help them through. So we, you know, we wouldn't expect Brandon and Viking to be home care professionals. Most people have no home care experience or no health care experience when they come to us. So how would they put together a policy and procedure manual? That's part of the franchisor's roles and responsibilities. So we have someone here who looks through and creates manuals and creates forms that the states need to operate. So when Brandon and Vike can get to put their license in, it can come back early versus sitting there and be delayed. And we do that state by state by state. So if you're in a state that has a license, we we, we have a manual and we have forms for it. That's the nice thing about coming to a franchise. You don't have to recreate you, the wheel. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. That was exactly what um, what I was going to add or, or share. Because uh, I, I vaguely remember when you guys went through the process, it was even down to like the smallest little detail. That there was something on like 
an organizational chart that we had learned through helping other offices through that process that we were like, hey, wait a minute, before you submit this, we know that they're gonna, they may come back on this one thing that wasn't like written anywhere. It's just because we've opened so many offices in Texas that we knew those, those weird little pitfalls that the state has, you know, come back on before or different things like that, that help, I think, expedite the process. And Steve, to your point, that's the benefit of a franchisor relationship, right? It's not the first it's not anybody's first rodeo, and, and that's how you learn. You pick up on those little things having gone through the process before. I know too much about too many <laughs> states' license policies to get a home care business up and operating. It is a weirdly specific knowledge that I have. It's not good at a cocktail party, but it is good when you're in the home care business. If there's ever a home care jeopardy, I want you on my team. I think I could do okay. <laughs> All right. So my my next question for everybody is, we you know we've talked about the business side of things and the licensure and the you know financial investment and all the things that go into that. But what are some of the personal characteristics that were, you would say are required to open a home care agency? Um, Viking and Brandon, and Viking, I'll actually start with you, and then we'll go over to Brandon. Um, if you you know somebody else coming behind you that's saying, hey, I really think that this could be something that I want to do, what would you say, you know, look in the mirror and decide these are the important things that you as a person need to bring to the table. What do you think those things are? Well, I'd I'd say, first of all, and and I can't reiterate this enough, and we've we've talked about it a bunch of times, but but have a helping heart. You know, you got to have the heart to to do what we're doing. Um, So if if your head and your heart's in the right place, um, you know, the next thing I think you you got to have uh, a desire to work hard, and 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 start uh, from the beginning, uh, and and have a desire to grow, uh, grow that business with the help of others. Uh, I think those are two really important uh, characteristics for a for a home care business, specifically Bridgewater. Yeah. Um, and I love that neither one of the things that you mentioned were an experience in running a business or experience in the medical profession, right? Those are those intangible things that that caring heart um, kind of mentality and approach. Let's let's talk for a second, and Brandon, I'll, I'll pitch this one to you here. Um, so I think some people might think, well, I've never run a business before. So it can be, maybe it's daunting or I, maybe I shouldn't, you know, I want to be my own boss. I want to strike out there and be a small business owner, but I don't know the first thing about running this. I came from the energy industry or the, you know, restaurant industry. Talk to us a little bit about how important were those, you know, transferable skills or things from other industries and how did, how did you apply your previous life experience to your current life? Sure. Uh, you know, over the course of both of our careers, uh, Viking and I both received a lot of good experience uh, in different aspects of, of business, um, just generally speaking. Uh, but you really need to come into this with a willingness to learn. Uh, you need to be able to take those basic skills that you've ironed out in whatever your previous career is and apply those, but you have to be open and and willing to 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 admit that you don't you do not know everything about the home care business coming into this so you have to lean on the people that do have experience the people at the home office the other owners that have been doing this for years and you really have to take the time to get to know them 
and their processes and, and get the keys of, of what made them successful. And you have to be opening, open to, uh, you know, accepting the fact that, you know, you have some experience, but you have so much more to learn as well. I cannot agree more. Um, I may be a little partial to always, you know, keeping that learning mindset, but Steve, anything you want to add there? I mean, you just, this is a business. I mean, we've said it before. It's just a business about caring and being engaged. And if you do those things, then you'll be okay. And you'll be successful. All right. We're going to take a complete left turn here. Um, and I just kind of want to get to know you guys a little bit better. We've talked a lot about the business and home care today, but just on a, on a personal level, um, Brandon, I'll start with you. My question for you is what would be your perfect day? What would be my perfect day? Um, you know, I'm going to sound a little cheesy here for a moment, but I, I, I feel like I, I experience my perfect day every day I come in here to the office. I, I really do. That I, sound cheesy. I, it, it sounds cheesy, but I, I love being the owner of a business. I love working with Viking every day. I love the things that we've accomplished. I drive into work every day with a big grin on my face, uh, knowing that we're doing this and, and we're, we're uh, you know, experiencing some success doing it. It's just been an enjoyable experience. So I'd say every day is a good day right now. Amanda, can I tag on to that? You sure can. I, I would say everything he said, I, I, I agree with. That was, that was very well said, Brandon. And, and uh, yeah, we do, we do. We have fun here. So And we, we work hard, but we have fun too. You know, I, it's a good thing I didn't bet on that because I thought for sure a baseball game would have factored into your answer. Ba- baseball games have actually taken a back seat. Uh, you know, uh, we, we just went through, uh, you know, October, which is really big for the Astros right now. Uh, and I, I got to say the focus has been on the business. Steve, I got a question for you. Okay. We get to know each other a little bit better here. What never fails to make you laugh besides TikTok? I love TikTok. I know. (laughs) TikTok is the best. If I could have a full-time job of watching TikToks, I'd be (laughs) very wealthy. Um, What makes me laugh all the time? Um, My wife's very funny. She makes me laugh. Um, I think that's one of the things that makes our relationship after... 32 years of being together, 27 years of marriage, next month in March. Um, and then the movie Animal House. I love that movie. <laughs> I always laugh at the movie Animal House. I don't know why. Maybe because I'm slightly older. That movie's awesome. It always makes me laugh. Well, thanks, everybody, for being here. Brandon and Viking, I know just kind of in the, those early stages, and you guys are just uh, I say coming up on a year it's February I feel like it's May and December all at the same time in my brain so things are moving pretty quickly but um, thank you again I know it's there's a lot going on in the world and um, for taking the time to be here with us and, and chat on the podcast of course thank you guys. no it's our pleasure appreciate you having us all right well I will see you in October if not before the lovely Shoot. city of Nashville Tennessee um, Steve I'll see you on Monday You'll see me on Monday. Thanks, Amanda. Bye, guys. See ya. Bye. Thanks again for joining us for Franchising with Purpose. I'm Amanda Lepore. 
Don't forget to visit Griswold Franchising on social media for more information. Griswold Home Care Franchising on Facebook, at Griswold Fran on Twitter, and Griswold Home Care Franchise on Instagram. Make sure to subscribe wherever you get your favorite podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and check out my personal favorite, griswoldhomecare.com franchise. If you like what you've been hearing, make sure to rate and review the show on your favorite app. We really appreciate it. See you next time.